Hi, everyone. Good evening. It's hard to believe this is the last gathering of 2023. It's going to be 2024, the next time we see each other in January. It's 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 actually mind-boggling. Um, so um, tonight we're going to do a body scan together. And before we start, just want to um, give a few pointers to think about how to approach um, the experience, the practice of the body scan. So um, I think everyone here knows what a body scan is, has done it before, but just, just in case maybe there's one or two people who haven't done it with me before, we're going to just bring our awareness to different parts of the body you know, section by section, like being at the top of the head, forehead, eyes, cheeks, jaw muscles. And we're going to move all the way down through the torso, through the arms, um, through the through the sort of pelvis area, through the legs, all the way down to the bottom of the feet. Okay. Um, and all that you need to do is to just notice what kind of sensations you feel in the various parts of the body that I will direct your awareness to. Sometimes these sensations, the feelings you encounter as you move through the body will be pleasant. Sometimes they'll be neutral. Sometimes they'll be unpleasant. So along with the sensations, one of the things that you'll uh, want to be aware of is the kind of, um, that, 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 that quality of whether it feels good or not, whether it feels pleasant or not, whether you like the sensation or not. And so a big part of what we're doing as we practice this is, noticing how we, our minds, react to different kinds of sensations that we encounter. This is a big part of what we're doing. It's just we're gaining insight into how we react depending on how what we're bringing our awareness to feels, okay? Um, as much as possible, we are trying to approach whatever we encounter throughout the body with equanimity, just letting it be as it is. Whatever the sensation is like, whether it feels pleasant or unpleasant or neutral, right? Just try to let it be as it is. But you may discover that regardless of this aspiration to um, approach whatever you encounter with equanimity, right, you will feel some kind of aversion, some kind of resistance to what you're feeling, right? If that happens, then the task becomes to regard that aversion, that kind of resistance, and it may it may just be 
very sort of obvious, like, I don't want to feel this. I don't want to go there, right? I don't like this. It may be like that. Or it may be more subtle where um, you notice that your sort of consciousness, your awareness is sort of tightening up around what you don't want to feel. You may feel a certain kind of um, fluttery sensation, anxious sensation, let's say, in, in your throat or in the center of your chest or in your belly, right? And you may notice along with that sensation, which doesn't feel so pleasant, that there's almost a kind of like, kind of like tightening up around it, you know, which is the physical manifestation of the aversion that your mind is feeling towards that sensation. And if that happens, then try to notice that with as much equanimity as possible. But while we're trying to cultivate equanimity moving through the body, the primary sort of task and goal, if you will, of this practice is gaining insight into the kind of patterns at play. The very fact that an unpleasant sensation brings up aversion, creates some kind of tension or creates thoughts of, I don't want this. Like notice those kind of patterns, right? That's the real, like, I think deep task of this kind of practice is just getting a sense of, okay, so as things, as sensations arise, you know, arise into consciousness, unpleasant, pleasant, whatever it is, how does, how do I react to them? Right. And you might notice, for example, like a sensation of um, itchiness may arise, you know, in the scalp or somewhere else on your body. And you might find, feel a very deep compulsion to scratch it, you know, to, to try to alleviate the discomfort that you feel. Try not to give into the impulse to alleviate that itchiness. And instead, take this as an opportunity to study how that sensation of itchiness, which is just a sensation of itchiness, is accompanied by this feeling of unpleasure, displeasure, like I don't like it, I wanna get, I wanna make it stop, is then connected to a kind of impulse that you may actually feel like in your hands or your arms to scratch it. Like you may actually feel like this very deep, you know, push, uh, impulse, compulsion to, to actually just move. And, for people who haven't practiced mindfulness very long, you may actually even not realize that you felt that impulse until you actually discover yourself scratching the itch, right? It, the, that, that unpleasant sensation may translate so quickly into the desire to scratch that you might actually be like this, oh, wait, wait, I'm not supposed to be moving, right? Okay. But as we practice in this way more and more, you'll start to be able to discern the kind of chains of sensations and thoughts and impulses that lead one to go from a sensation of itchiness to the impulse to move one's hand, right, arm, and then this kind of activity, right? And at every one of those moments, just by being aware of that particular moment in the chain of sort of internal cause and effect that leads you to go from itchiness to scratching, at every single one of those sort of steps along the way, by bringing awareness to where you are, you will be sort of less and less sort of governed by that chain 
and more able to just sort of disengage from that sort of habitual pattern of response. Um, and this is actually like the one of the deepest ways in which Buddhist meditation works. Because this pattern, let's say, like to take the really sort of innocent pattern of like itchiness, moving the arm, scratching, right, is in miniature exactly what happens in the rest of our life that causes us so much suffering, where someone says something to us, it causes a sensation of unpleasantness because we feel like maybe our pride has been hurt or maybe the other person isn't really sort of thinking about us in the way we want. Um, maybe we're just being paranoid or whatever, all the different kinds of, and then leads us to then maybe lash out in anger in turn, right? It's, there. this is like a, the itchiness, the scratching is just a simplified version of the same kinds of causal chains of sensation, thought, feeling, behavior that lead us to cause so much suffering for ourselves and others in the rest of our life. And so the practice of mindfulness gives us a way by bringing awareness to the very steps of these chains to break these ingrained patterns of reactivity. The more we can respond to all the different kinds of sensations that arise with equanimity, just letting them be as they are, the less reactive we'll be. And the less reactive we are, the less we'll end up doing things unconsciously that cause us suffering and cause other people suffering as well. So when people talk about Buddhism and Buddhist meditation as a path towards liberation, this thing that we're doing tonight, it's actually, and this is just one version of, you know, we do it in all different, so many different ways when we practice all the time, because it's like, it's it's something that cuts across all these different practices, right? But we are cultivating that freedom, that liberation. This is like a direct way that mindfulness practice of different kinds produces a freer mind and a freer existence by breaking the unconscious through chains of reactivity that lead us to do things always with this intention of trying to make ourselves feel better, more comfortable, but often ending up just causing more pain and more suffering. So, um, okay. So as we go through the body, just regard all the sensations that we come across with as much equanimity as possible, just letting them be there, not fighting them, not trying to change them, not trying to feel better, not trying to do anything but just letting them be there. And if you notice that actually you're not able to meet the moment with equanimity, then notice that with as much equanimity as possible. So really the instructions always can be the same, right? I think the key thing is not to use equanimity as some kind of ideal against which you then judge yourself as deficient and then beat yourself up in some other way, right? It's the thing that we're aspiring to, it's the thing that we're practicing, but it's not meant to be some kind of like ego ideal that then you, you know. Um, and of course, it's a this is the way that we can all, we always turn practice against ourselves, you know. The thing that's supposed to um, 
sort of foster acceptance, foster equanimity, foster sort of certain kind of freedom and peace we can use as a form of aggression against ourselves. And this is one of the ways that can happen here. You'd be like, oh God, why can't, why can't I just be with this? Well, just be with that. Be with that, that kind of antsiness. Be with that inability to be with it. And that it's always possible to break the chain wherever you are at that very moment. You just need to have the attitude shift, right? Of course, if it was easy to do this, we wouldn't have to be practicing, right? And so at some point we'll fail and then just notice that with as much gentleness as possible, you know? Okay, so that's the kind of thing we're cultivating, okay? I think um, the only other thing I want to sort of touch on briefly is um, the kind of uh, focus that we should bring to the breath or to the sensations throughout the body. It doesn't need to be a super hyper-focused, narrow kind of concentration where like I only feel the sensations in my scalp, you know, and nothing else. Let your focus be sort of soft focus, wide angle. I'm like, okay, um, feel the sensation in your scalp. Doesn't mean you're not also going to feel sensations in other parts of your body. Somewhere. It doesn't mean you're also not going to feel the breath at the same time. In fact, I hope you do feel the breath at the same time. The breath will be in the background. The sensations, wherever we're scanning at that moment, will be in the foreground. Think of it that way. Like the foreground of your awareness will be wherever we're scanning at that moment. But that doesn't mean in the background, you can't just feel also the rest of the body and whatever sensations may be moving through the body at that time. Um, I think something that I want to like sort of touch on in this class and and in future classes is the way in which I think trying to have too tight a focus, like let's say when we're following the breath in the nose, you know, something like that. If we're really like focus too narrowly on just those sensations in the nose as if we want to feel them to exclusion of all else, it can produce strain or tension in our practice. You know, we want our awareness to be relaxed, soft. So yes, have your primary focus be wherever, I'm just pointing at the top of my head because that's where we're going to start, you know, um, have it be there, but other things will be in the background, including other kinds of other thoughts, other emotions, you know, it's this is not a kind of one-pointed concentration exercise where we're moving the anchor to the body. No, it's a soft focus kind of practice. All right. okay. And that will allow us to translate this practice into our everyday life. Because part of what we can do at the end of the practice as after we scan through the body is just then let our awareness rest in the body as a whole just feeling how the body feels, just and noticing what sort of arises into prominence, you know, what what sensations, different ways just sort of come into awareness more more intensely, which, you know, and just saying, okay, so here there's something going in the chest. Okay, oh I feel I feel the breath now. Oh, I feel the sensation. And just kind of this open kind of awareness of the body as a whole is where this practice will end up. Um, after we scan through the body, we're going to rest and awareness of the body as a whole. And that is the kind of awareness that we can bring into our daily life. Because clearly we can't be living our daily life and somehow narrowly focusing on the breath all the time, right? Or any any kind of narrow focus. Like to, to, to live effectively in the world, we need to have a kind of open awareness. So this mindfulness of the body as a whole is what we're going to bring to our daily life. So 
um, even during this practice, let's cultivate that kind of saw, open, wide angle kind of awareness. Okay. Um, I said in my email that um, part of what we're also doing is sort of gaining insight into the impermanence of, of nature. And I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to decide, I'm not going to say that much about that, but just like, that's one of the things we're going to notice. I mean, it's one of the things that you notice if you look, it's just like things change, like, you know, sensations, even as you're scanning in your, in your scalp, they like change. They're not the same moment by moment. Um, some sensations may feel like, God, I wish they would change, but that tension in my chest is not going away. You know, sometimes things change over larger time scales. Like it may be that, oh, it actually may be tense this entire sitting, but won't necessarily be the case next time you sit or a week from now. So, you know, you just have to have patience and just see. Um, uh, impermanence, the idea of impermanence isn't some kind of magic bullet that makes everything just go away, you know? Like some things do hang out for a bit and maybe what our task is then is just to let it be here for now. Maybe let it be here for a whole half hour and then, oh, next time, where'd it go, right? You'll also see that the kind of thoughts you have about this practice, about the sensation, you're like, oh man, I don't like that sensation or that, oh wow, like, well, you know, like those too will come and go. So if we're just paying attention and practice, just by the nature of awareness, we are gaining insight into permanence. But I just want to like sort of remind us that one of the things we're doing when we practice is really gaining insight into how the mind works, how reality works. This is as a corrective, if you will, to this idea that I think can set in that really what body scans are about or what meditation is about is about relaxation, right? Is about producing a particular mental state, or even bodily state. Body scans can be relaxing. They aren't always. But as soon as we feel that kind of relaxation effect, it, it can so easily become attached to like, oh, that's what a body scan is supposed to feel like. You know, it's supposed to feel that kind of relaxation, you know. No, it's just actually about sort of seeing what's going on and just letting it be. Sometimes when we just let things be in that way, surprise, the body relaxes because we're not striving. You know, we're trying to make something happen, right? But it's a side effect. It's important to think of it that way and not as a primary goal. It's a pleasant side effect once in a while, but it's not the goal. And it's important to remember what we're actually doing here, which is we're actually studying reality in the form of our own consciousness at this time. That, you know, it has these reactive patterns, that it's impermanent, right? Um, that it, things arise, that things go away. That's all we need to see. Okay. And so as long as we're paying attention to how the body feels, there is no way you can do this wrong. So if you notice yourself judging, why isn't this working? Why isn't this feeling the way it should? Remember, that's just a thought. Just notice that and come back to the body as it is. Okay, any questions? So I guess like what you can think of this, I gave the, like the talk I might've given afterwards before as a way of sort of setting the stage. And then we're gonna do like a substantial 25, 30 minute practice. So, um, so are there any questions before we dive into the practice? Any, any clarification you'd like about 
various things I brought up. Okay. Equanimity and soft focus. I think these are two things I'll just put out there. Okay. So it's the last kind of like things to focus on, keywords. Um, bring your words to impress the body, but with a nice, gentle, soft focus. Awareness, mindfulness practice. Think of it as a receptive practice. I think this is really kind of partly what I mean when I'm using the word soft a lot. Meaning like we're not like grabbing onto the breath. We're not like holding on to these sensations. We're not like trying tightly trying to like feel them in this active way. Let the sensations come to you. Receive the breath. Receive the sensations of the body. All we're doing is directing our awareness. We don't need to be active. We don't need to be, you know, vigorous, receptive. Okay, so with that, let us begin. So please get into a comfortable position. And just feel for a few breaths, just the sensation of your body sitting here, its weight, The pull of gravity on your mat. Now let your awareness rest on the breath, wherever it feels most natural and comfortable for you. Follow the breath in the nose or the chest or the belly. Some people feel the breath most clearly in the throat. And others of you may just feel the breath as a whole, not focusing on one spot, but just the whole movement of the breath, including the nose, chest, and the belly. Let's begin to sort of experiment with that attitude of receptivity. We're not latching on to the breath. We're definitely not controlling it. Just receiving. Softly receiving the sensations of the breath. And so whenever thoughts carry us away, as they surely will, we notice that we're distracted. Don't yank your awareness back to the breath in some forceful or aggressive way. Gently guide it back to the breath. 
and remember to adopt that receptive attitude. And as we begin the body scan portion of the practice, let the awareness of the breath, indeed the awareness of the body as a whole, be in the background. And so let's start with the sensations at the very top of our head, crown of our skull. And here too, We're just letting our awareness rest up there, just receiving whatever sensations there may be. Notice if the sensations across the surface of the top of your head are uniform or if there's internal variation, maybe tight in one area, but tingly in other. Maybe in other areas, you don't feel much of anything at all, which is totally fine. And are these sensations static or Do you notice any change, any movement in the sensations, moment by moment? And remember that there is no particular way these sensations need to feel. If there's tension or discomfort, let there be tension and discomfort. And now let's bring our awareness into our forehead area. Perhaps you feel some residual tension throughout the day from the early from the day that we've just had. It's very common to tense up our forehead or our brows when we're worried or deep in thought. So perhaps you can feel some of the residue of tension you may have held here while at work or during other activity. Just notice that. Let your awareness be soft, gentle, noticing kinds of sensations you feel in the forehead, but the background, you can feel the breath, you can feel the rest of the body as well.
I think it can be particularly beneficial to keep sort of a bit of your awareness in the background on the breath as we're scanning various parts of the body. Now let's bring our awareness into our eye and the soft tissue around our eyes. Remember that if you encounter discomfort and find yourself reacting to that discomfort, perhaps tensing up around the discomfort or experiencing a deep desire not to feel that discomfort, just let your awareness include that aversion. Notice how it feels. Notice the effect it has on your body. No, it's just as much as possible letting be however you feel in this moment. And now let's bring our awareness to our jaw muscles, the muscles that we use to chew. It's very common to experience tension and even discomfort in the jaw muscles. There are quite a few people in the world who grind their teeth at night because they carry so much tension here in the jaw muscles. Remember just to try to receive whatever sensations you feel here. As much equanimity as possible. If there's discomfort, just notice what that discomfort feels like. If there's tension, just be curious about what that tension feels like. Now let's bring our awareness to our tongue, which is actually a set of muscles that are connected together. And like any muscles, can carry tension. So how is your tongue positioned in your mouth? Notice that to begin. What kind of sensations do you feel at the tip of the tongue? the middle part of the tongue and the back end of the tongue.
Now let's bring our awareness to our throat area. You feel any tension in the throat region? Don't settle for crude labels like tension. Really feel at the level of sensation what that tension feels like. Where exactly do you feel the sensations of tension? Do they feel the same everywhere? And how does your breath, the movement of your breath, affect the sensations that you're feeling here in the throat area? Now let's bring our awareness down into the center of our chest, the sternum area. Feel the sensations there that accompany the movement of your chest as you breathe. Let's let our awareness widen to include the chest as a whole and the rest of the ribs. Notice the sensations in and around the ribs as you breathe in and out. Now let's bring our awareness down into our belly. What kind of sensations do you feel in the belly that are associated with the breath? This doesn't mean intentionally sort of bringing the breath into the belly. Some of us naturally breathe in the bellies, others won't. So don't force the breath into the belly. Just letting the breath come and go in its own natural way. What do you feel of the breath in the belly? How much does the belly move? And what do those sensations of movement feel like? And of course, what other kinds of sensations do you feel in the belly 
area. It's a place rich with many different kinds of sensations, feelings. Just notice what they are. Sometimes as we're scanning an area like the belly, we come to realize that, wow, I'm holding a lot of unnecessary tension in this area. Just notice that. Notice, oh yeah, holding some tension which I don't really need to hold. And sometimes just that awareness itself allows you to just let that tension go. Now let's bring our awareness to our upper arms, left and right arms from the elbow to the shoulder. Shoulder muscles, the biceps, the triceps. Notice what they feel like. And now our forearms, elbow to wrists, both the left and the right arm. And let's bring our awareness into our hands. Feel the sensations along the back sides of our hands. And then the palms of our hands. Now let's bring our awareness up to the back of our neck. How about those muscles that run from the base of our skull to our shoulder joints, those muscles that can get so tight when we're bent over our phones or computers, or just when we're hunched over reading for too long. Can you feel any movement in these muscles, these shoulder muscles associated with the breath as your lungs fill up with air? Do you feel any movement in these shoulder muscles? Just notice what that feels like. 
and notice the way the breath changes these sensations moment by moment. Now let's bring our awareness to our upper back, the area between our shoulder blades. Notice how this area between the shoulder blades and maybe even the shoulder blades themselves, how this whole area moves slightly as you breathe in and out. And notice how the breath changes the sensations you can feel in this area, moment by moment. Let's bring our awareness down to our lower back now. And to begin, let your awareness explore the muscles that run up and down either side of your lower spine. Some of us feel discomfort in our backs quite regularly. You may be feeling discomfort in your back right now. Can you bring an attitude of equanimity, just letting the sensations, even sensations of discomfort, just be there? And if not, can you notice with equanimity the sensations associated with aversion, resistance. Just notice what it feels like to tense up around pain, if that's what you're feeling. And really explore at the microscopic level of sensation, what you're feeling. Don't settle for labels like pain or discomfort or tension. Really feel at the level of sensation what's really going on. Be curious. Now let's bring our awareness down into our buttocks. And first let's feel the sensations produced by the contact between our bottom and whatever we're sitting on. We've been sitting for a little while now and you may be feeling a bit of discomfort in your buttocks and notice how that feels. Just be curious, say, oh, okay, discomfort, that's what it feels like. Doesn't mean I have to do something about it. 
And we just explore what discomfort feels like. Now let's bring our awareness into the muscles of this part of our body, into our glutes. Another part of the body where it's not uncommon for people to carry a decent amount of residual tension throughout the day. Don't be surprised if you encounter tension here. Just notice what that feels like. And remember, keep a bit of your awareness on the breath in the background, feeling the sensations in your glutes and in the background of your awareness, just noticing the rise and fall of the breath, movement in and out of the breath. Now let's bring our awareness into our knees. And then our lower legs, especially the shin. Now your ankles, and now the top sides of your feet. And then the soles of your feet. Now, gently let your awareness sweep up from the bottoms of your feet up through your legs into your pelvis, up through your torso, and into your head. Just feeling all the sensations throughout the body on the way up. And now let your awareness just rest in the body as a whole. No longer focusing any particular place. Just 
a kind of relaxed, open awareness of just how the body feels as a whole. If a sensation arises into prominence, seems to call for your attention, let your awareness move to that sensation, that part of the body. Explore it for a moment or two, and then let your awareness expand again, dilate again, to just rest in the body as a whole. That's great. So we have seven minutes left. I encourage you even during these next seven minutes to just in the background, gently keep your awareness in this way, just feeling the body as a whole. There's no no need for some kind of hard pivot into thinking or talking mode. We can think, we can talk, we can listen while keeping this sort of general open mindfulness of the body as a whole or in the background. Mm-hmm. So if anyone has any questions or if anyone would just be willing to share how the experience was, um, some part of the experience was, or sheer difficulty, or surprise. Um, we have some time. I'll say that there, I, there are some therapists here, there are a number of teachers here. Let me just say that this kind of mindfulness of the body that we're resting in right now, this is, um, I think, kind of a invaluable thing to cultivate um, and practice while we're interacting with other people. You know, really getting a sense of, okay, so what kinds of emotions arising, what kinds of thoughts arising, what kind of reactivities arising um, as we're just talking, listening to someone else. I just say, um, this I think is the real foundation of what people call mindful listening. You know, um, 
another thing I'll say just because no one's saying anything, which is fine. As you guys all know, that's totally fine. But um, I think also one nice thing about this kind of open awareness, especially of the body as a whole, is that you can actually have tension in a particular part of the body, but it's like doesn't have to be a problem. Like like I was particularly busy and kind of like you know in my head this afternoon, just a lot of I'm trying to finish grading papers. I think that's basically the issue. Um, and so like there's a you know like a certain spot of tension like in the center of my chest, which I noticed as I was doing the body scan, and it's sort of still there to some degree um right now, though it's relaxed a bit, but it's still there. And I think one of the nice things about having cultivating this container of this with a full body awareness is that like it's okay. It's just like there's tension here, but it's like held within this bigger container, you know. Um and uh, Sometimes I think we can get sort of fixated on spots of tension, like, oh, like I really gotta work with that. Like there's like a there's a knot there or something. I really maybe you don't have to do anything. Just let it be there, you know? And then over time it will get tighter, it'll get softer, it'll open, it'll close, you know. Doesn't yeah. Hi, Bernie. Um, Hi. It's Natalie. So Hi, good Natalie. to see you. Nice to see you. Um, I um, I guess I have a question um that is specific to body scans. Um, I found that when I do them on my own, um, mm -hmm. when the mind wanders, I'll come back to like where in the body I was on the path, like mm -hmm. of moving through the scan, and when it's guided. I notice like almost like this anxiety, like, cause I'll, my mind will wander and then I may have like missed your words on a part of the body. Like, mm -hmm. oh wow. Like the elbows or the mm -hmm. hands, like I was not there for that. Mm -hmm. And now we're moving on. And I guess I'm, I'm kind of, I guess like there, maybe there's an opportunity to notice the anxiety about mm -hmm. like having a complete body scan. Um, I guess my question is like, if you have recommendations about navigating that or letting go of parts of the body of the mind wandering while. Yeah, totally. I, it yeah. doesn't, doesn't matter if you miss big sections. <laughs> Obviously it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just like, just forget it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, Cause all of these things that we're doing, like we're, we're doing them over and over again, over months and years, right? Like it's like, if you, if you miss like a particular part of the body or a few parts of the body during a particular meditation, it's like, who cares? You know, mm -hmm. it's like, yeah. Um, so that, that would be my thing. And then, yeah, notice anxiety, but I have a feeling like the anxiety will probably, it'll, it'll maybe just hearing this will make it settle, you know, you know, I, so um, yeah, I think that's, yeah. It's not a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but it's nice to see you. Very nice to see you. Yeah. Yeah. That's also just comforting. Like, I mean, like, God willing, my elbows will be there tomorrow. <laughs> the yes. Day, so. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's any like hidden reason you're skipping them or something. You know, there's not like, yeah. Like, oh, I don't want to feel them. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Well, it's 8.30, and um, I think I just want to wish you all a wonderful Happy New Year. It's been really like nice to sit with you over the last few months. I'm, again, as I said last time we were together, I'm so glad that we're doing this again. And, um, oh, I think one thing I want to say is um, that uh, there are a few people who've written who said they would like to maybe talk about practice. Um, but they're not quite up to like sitting every single day. And I think I'll just say like, if you aren't sitting every single day, that's okay. If you actually want to talk, but you're like, you know, you're missing a day here or there, but you're kind of like, you know, trending in that direction, that's fine. Um, so um, if there's anyone who is sitting most more days than not, and would like to talk about practice, you're welcome to, um, to, to hit me up for a call. Okay. All right. So yeah, be well, everyone. Lovely to see you. And, um, oh, wait, I, I, I got the sense from the way someone moved that maybe they're like, wait, aren't we going to sit for half a meal? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, that, Jim, I thought that. <laughs> so um, like, can we do that? Can we just sit for like half a minute or so? Then we'll end with quiet. Okay. Let's just do that kind of open awareness like we've been practicing. Okay, my friends, good night and happy new year. Thank you, Bernie. Night. Good night. Good night. Bye-bye. Thank you, Bernie.